Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. You're listening to Over the Top Cycling, Boulder, Colorado. I'm George Thomas on the line with Georgia Gould, fresh off the Cyclocross National Championships. Georgia, always great to chat with you. Oh, thanks. Happy to be here. So can we kind of hear about the race? What exactly happened? How did you feel about it? Yeah, um, well, I had a pretty good start in the race and uh, made my way to the front pretty quickly. And then, uh, yeah, all of a sudden it was just me and Katie. And uh, we were kind of back and forth a little bit. There were sections where she was stronger and sections where I was stronger. Um but to me, it was really sort of the ball in her court because, you know, she's been racing more cyclocross than me. I, I hadn't raced her in a while, so I didn't really know. Um, I mean, obviously, she's always riding strong. But the whole time, I was like, is she saving it? <laughs> I sort of had in the back of my mind kind of be ready for her to put in a pack. Um, so, in the last lap, I almost crashed on one of the kind of technical downhills and she was behind me and I had to unclip and she kind of went around and just got a couple seconds. And, uh, by the time I sort of recovered and got going again and, um, you know, she's a savvy rider. She knew that was, you know, to take advantage of that and kind of put in a big effort. And I tried to close it down on that last lap, but just didn't have the legs. So finished second. You know, it was interesting. I was talking with Michael Robson, who watched your race online, and uh, I had asked him which rider really stood out to you, and he just hands down Georgia Gould. He loved watching you try everything you had to win that race. <laughs> well, that's very nice of him. Um, yeah, I mean, to me, the 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 coolest thing about the race was um, being able to make it an exciting race, you know, the crowd was just going crazy. It was, um, you know, it's always more regardless of how you finish, um, when you can make it exciting like that, that's, that's really cool. So obviously I would have liked it to be a little bit more exciting, a little <laughs> bit more of my favorite exciting, but, <laughs> um, you know, I, I went into the race with a little bit of a question mark. I mean, I knew I had good fitness um based on my training but i hadn't really done much racing so um that was pretty um satisfying to know that you know my form was pretty good i mean katie just got second at a world cup by less than 10 seconds so um 
so yeah, it was, it was cool. So I'd like to hear more what you think about that course or what you thought about that course, uh, because you said you, you really were impressed with it uh, as you were announcing and watching other people race it. What about your experience actually racing it? Yeah, I mean, I I really uh, enjoyed, I thought it was a really challenging race course and it had a little bit of everything. You know, there were flat, straightaway power sections. There were short, punchy climbs. There was a fair amount of running. Um, there, it was, it was muddy in the morning, but by the time our race, uh, went off, it had really dried out a lot. So I was hoping for maybe a little more mud just because that adds a whole nother, um, not that Katie's bad at riding in the mud, but it just means more opportunities for mistakes and, um, maybe some of those mistakes would be in my favor, <laughs> um, but but overall it was it was really a, a great a great race course that just had a little bit of everything and definitely a little more bike handling. There were some steep drops, you know, drop-ins and uh, sections in the trees. It was it was really cool and um, yeah, just just a fun course, but also challenging. Now national championships wrap up the cyclocross season. But that's really a kickoff for your season, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, I I probably won't race again until March. Um, but but yeah, I mean, it, it is the first technically the first race of my 2016 season. So um, yeah, it's it's a good it's a good way to start the the year. I have a hard time not picturing you racing until March. How do you fill up the rest of your January and February? I know. That's a good question. What are these people that don't race cyclocross at all? Like, what do they do from September until March? <laughs> um, yeah, I, you know, I don't know. I, who knows? Maybe I'll jump in a fat bike race somewhere or a skate skiing race or something. You never know. Well, you um, just, I was just yeah, going to ask, do you Nordic ski? I do. You know, it's, it's funny. I, um, when I used to live in Sun Valley, Idaho, I skied a lot because that was sort of the only thing to do in the winter um, outside, but not much riding outside. That was sort of before the whole fat bucking thing. Um, and then once I moved to Colorado, I hadn't skied in 10 years. I mean, everyone assumes Colorado, oh, you, you must ski all the time. But really where we live, the um, the winters are pretty mild and it's actually takes a while to get to any of the ski areas, whether it's Nordic or um, Alpine. So I hadn't been skiing since I moved to Colorado and I just started this year, um, just been out a couple times, but it's kind of a nice thing to do when the weather's cold and you want to um, be outside. Cause I'm a, I'm a no trainer person. So <laughs> um, I like to get outside to do my athletic stuff. <laughs> Yeah, I could see you tearing it up on the snow bike circuit. <laughs> yeah, since nobody else is really doing that. <laughs> I'm like, what, are there three races? <laughs> yeah. No, there's actually, I think there's a pretty, um, you know, there's some local series up in the, the mountain towns up in, um, but yeah, I mean, it's that's a, that's a cool kind of other thing to do when it's snowy and cold, which it doesn't really stay here. It's kind of hard, the... Um, it's so sunny that a lot of times, even if the temperature is 
around freezing, the snow is melting just because of how sunny it is. So the trails don't really stay fully snowpacked for very long. So kind of going back to cyclocross, how did that finish kick off your 2016? Do you feel good about where you are? Taking yeah, six I weeks feel off great about, between I mean, now. Katie's trying to win the world championships and she just finished second in a world. Cup. I mean, to me, that's, I'm, cyclocross isn't my focus. And I kind of just jumped in for, you know, because I, it's a national championship. Of course, I want to go race it. So um, to have, to see that my form is that good now um, is, you know, it's nice. It's nice to feel, not feel like you're sort of playing catch up. Yeah, I mean, it really provides, um, it's a great base, you know, a great start for me to build on towards the first mountain bike races of the season. So what are your goals for 2016? Um, Well, the biggest goal is probably to make it to the Rio Olympics. Um, That's why it's so important to be riding fast at the beginning of the season, because the qualification is based off of um, primarily the first three World Cup races, which there's one in April and two in May. Um, and then there's only two spots. So it's, it's certainly going to be um, competitive to make, to make that selection. Um, other than that, you know, I'd, I'd love to be back on the podium at the World Cup races. Um, I'd love to get the national champion jersey back. And... Um, yeah, just enjoy racing, you know, have good, good races and, and good results. So to make Rio, that's strictly based off your results at those three events. There, there's sort of a, um, there's, there's a few different ways to qualify, but that's the, how the, you know, the first three qualifications are, are based off of those races and then after that, it goes to coaches selection where they might take into account other races if people are really close. But honestly, I feel like it will really be based off of those three races, that it should be pretty clear um, in those after those three races, who's um, who's sort of the top two, hopefully. <laughs> well, Georgia, I look forward to following you throughout your season and hopefully down in Rio. Thank you. And I also want to congratulate you on your fantastic race in Asheville. Oh, thank you. I appreciate that. It was um, it was really cool, like I said, just to be able to put on a good show. I got so many nice messages from people and just um, there was such a positive response from because people love to watch an exciting race, regardless of what the actual result is. So, um, So it was really cool to be able to help make that happen. Over the top cycling, Boulder, Colorado. Thanks very much, Georgia Gould, for joining us. Thank you. Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win. And support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ. The future isn't scary, not realizing its potential, however, could be. Just like on the recruiting trail, I've seen potential come in many forms as a coach. Learn more at Invesco.com slash QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc.
Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.